Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now. You throw down $5 on an NBA game, either team scores, you get $150 in free plays. That's simple. Make it happen. All right. Now, very fortunate enough to be joined by Mr. Sterling Deuce Lane, four-star linebacker out of Oaks Christian, one of the crown jewels of the U of A recruiting class. Deuce, how you doing, my man? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Not too bad. First of all, take us through signing day a little bit. What was that like? And, you know, just kind of take us through the process. Uh, I was at my grandma's house when I signed, actually. And it was such a proud moment for her because, you know, I, I watched her eyes as she watched me sign. And her face, she started, she began to cry a little bit. And I saw my dad. And it was just it was just a, a, a happy feeling to get to sign in front of my grandmother. Now, this is something that every, you know, player that ends up playing any form of football uh, try, tries to get to. 99.9% of them don't get to that level. Did it – what was it like? Was it like, uh, you know, uh, tears of joy that you were able to get this part, looking back at all the hard work? What was kind of your thought process during this awesome day? Yeah, yeah it was it, – it was a relief that all the hard work that I put in paid off. You know, mm-hmm. it was all the sacrifices my family made, it all paid off. And I was just blessed to be able to be, to have that day and to be able to sign to, to a college I want to go to. Okay. So you just mentioned the college you want to go to. It's uh, This is a new era, obviously, of Arizona football. And yeah. I'll be honest, um, in the past, past five, six, seven years, you know, before Jed Fish got here, 
We were used to, and this isn't a slight to anybody, but we were used to covering a lot of guys who were choosing Arizona over, you know, San Jose State or, you know, schools like that. You were one of the first ones when it hit. It's like, whoa, that dude's a little bit different than, you know, the guys that we've been signing in the past. What was the, uh, you know, what about Arizona? What about Jed Fish made you want to be part of this new era of Arizona football? Yeah, uh, one, how, how good of a coach he is how much I feel like he can develop as a player. Uh, second, his vision of what he sees Arizona to be in the next four to five years as he drafts his, tw- his 22 class into the program, what, he's, what, what he wants us to do for the program, what he can make us or help us achieve going down the road. Oh, okay. So what was his recruiting pitch like to you then? When did he, you know, he took over, took over in late December. When did he get in contact with you and just how did, how did all that go? Um, he got in contact with me pretty, um, I want to say at least like two weeks after coach Rick County did, cause I was talking to coach Rick County more than coach, uh, fish and, um, when I called him after I was after the phone call, I was like, this, this is a, a really good coach. And this is a really good coach. And after that, I just trusted him from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's go back a little bit. Now let's talk about your football odyssey, because when you look at you on film, obviously you play for one of the better high schools in the country. You play in a Southern California region where there's a lot of four or five star type guys, but you do stand out. Have you always been a guy that was a little bit bigger, a little bit faster? Were you a, a late bloomer? Take us through the Sterling Lane odyssey into becoming a four star uh, recruit. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I was always bigger and faster than everybody. Um, I had my athleticism that got me so far that after I started putting the work in around my sophomore year. Uh, junior year, it just started to show, and I began to to uh, surpass certain people and how to play style. Um, I feel like we we starting out. I've always just had that passion and that drive for football that has always led me to keep going. And I feel like that's just that's just what kind of separates me from 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 people. Okay. Now, when you went to you at Oaks Christian, take us through a little bit. Did you did you always know that you were going to go there? Was that no. um, just all right? How would how did that go? How did choosing a high school? Uh, um, how did that go? So I, I I moved here my freshman year from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I went to my not the high school in Pasadena. Um, I was under the uh, head coach uh, Levar Arrington. That was my head coach and. Uh, my sophomore year, we, uh, me and my dad, we just, we, me and my family, we just decided to to transfer schools, uh, for uh, certain reasons, and mm-hmm. we we were looking at schools like San Francisco, Loyola, uh, Modern Day, all that. That we, uh, I met with Coach Kai. I met up with Coach Kai. He was trying train the session on Saturday, and after that, I just, I, I, I liked the school. I took the tour. After the tour, my parents loved it. I loved it, so we designed. To, to school, and yeah. did you have a school? Did you have a school that you grew up rooting for? A, co- a college team? Nah, nah. Okay, I want to say Michigan because like my mom's a Michigan fan, but nah, mm-hmm. not, really. not really. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about how you're going to be utilized, how Jed Fish sees you. So he starts the recruiting process and, you know, obviously you're a guy that could, 
go pretty much everywhere, anywhere you wanted. If you really wanted to go to a place, you could probably go there. What, uh, what was his pitch? How did he see you playing next year? What kind of role uh, does he see for you? He, he, he broke it down where he didn't make it too complicated for me to do. He didn't make everything. He made everything simple. He said, I'm going to use your talents and what you're good at to help you to succeed. Um, I'm a very aggressive, disruptive in the backfield type player. So he says, I see you coming off the edge and doing what you do. You know, uh, he says he wants me to do what I do best. And what I do best is go, get out, go after the quarterback. And that's, that's really how he wants, me, wants, wants to use me. We had when we when we put out on Twitter that you were going to come on, we had a guy ask, um, and he said, "Is this? Uh, do you kind of see yourself as a guy that can be that run stopper? But at the same time, though, when you're coming off the edge, you're looking to get to that quarterback, kind of a jack of all yes, trades sir. type linebacker." Yes, sir. Because you know, I saw it was one coach. He, he uh, I saw a video on uh, on uh, social media. He said, "In order to get to the quarterback, you have to earn that right. So you got to stop the run." After I heard that, I've always really, I want to say, perfect, not perfected, but really, work, really worked hard to be able to, run, to stop the quarterback. I mean, stop the run in order to get to the quarterback. Okay, so, so yeah. Arizona's made a killing in the uh, Southern California region. It's probably one of the. It's probably the highest rated recruiting class that uh, Arizona, certainly in the last fifteen years, has brought in. Are you in? Uh, obviously, you go to a different school, but are you in touch with some of these guys? You know that you know your uh, T Max, your uh, you know your Key and Burnett's, your Noahs. Have you talked with those guys? Yeah, I have a little bit. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Now, I, uh, have you now, have you guys kind of talked about, um, you know, starting your own legacy, kind of your own legacy there? Because you're, I, you know, I've been covering Arizona football for about 20 years. And honestly, Deuce, this is the most excited I have ever seen this city for a recruiting class. And quite frankly, it's not even close. Yeah. Did you? So, you like that there. Right. Okay. So what about, all right. So talk, talk a little bit about your visit then. So you go on your visit, what stuck out to you or, you know, was there anything, was it just feel at home? What's, what stood out to you? Yeah. That feeling of, of when you like, after a vacation, we come back home, which is that feeling you get when you're home. That's what I kind of got at Arizona. Um, I love the school, the academic side of it. Cause I want to major in business. I love the, the business program. Um, and on the field, we usually I stepped onto the field and I could just watch myself and visualize myself making plays on that field. And after that, it just kind of stuck with me. I should be here. Was there any player growing up that you idolized? Anybody you kind of patterned your game after a little bit? Yeah, I tried to be like Von Miller and have the aggressive mentality like Ray Lewis. Okay, very cool. Now, talk a little bit about the coaching that you've received at Oaks Christian. Again, one of the better programs in the entire country. You know, when you came in there, what did the coaches say you needed to work on? What did they What did they think you're really good at? Take us through all of that. They said I was really athletic and my pass rush was was decent. You know, they said I really need to work on using my hands more and my footwork and mainly just getting stronger. And that I, I, when they told me that, that's when I really dug deep and, and started to work on those things. Okay, so what are your goals for next year? Obviously, college football is a little bit different than yeah. college basketball. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, what are your – everybody's got goals. What are your goals? Uh, throw them out there for us. Uh, I want at least 10 plus sacks. Um, a lot of TFLs, a lot of TFLs. And mainly just to, to show that I can play as a freshman. I want to be a true freshman. I want to be a freshman All-American for, for that school. So 
going to play as a true freshman and succeed as a true freshman. All right. Now, what are your measurables right now? Because again, on film, you look huge. So how big are you? How much you weigh right now? I'm 6'2", 235 right now. 6'2", 235. Do you have like a target weight? Have you talked with the strength coaches about where they'd like to see you get to? Yeah. Yeah. I want to be around two, around 245, 250. Okay. Um, obviously putting on muscle mass more than, more than fat, but yeah, around that way. Now, throughout the recruiting process, then going back here a little bit, um, you committed somewhat early to Arizona. Arizona had a tough season. When you had, I'm sure you, like any other like high rated kid, I'm sure you had schools in your ear. And, uh, you know, what was, you know, what did you, what did you say to them when, you know, they're like, well, you should come look at us. You should come look at us. What, what was that like? You know, I, I obviously, uh, we have opportunities like that. You have to, you have to at least see the, see those schools. Um, you never want to tell anybody down just because you can see it, it's a benefit for you. Um, so I, I, okay. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're buffering there a little bit, little bit deuce here. I think you're buffering a little bit on your end. Let's try to, let's try to get him back in there as, uh, as quickly as we can but that's the cool thing though about being on the az wildcats podcast is that we've had so many good recruits on here we've had a key and we've had a key and burnett who is a high four-star kid we've had a noah fafita who's been kind of the linchpin of the entire process right there and okay i think we have deuce back all right deuce you there my man yes sir okay sorry about that yeah i think we're good to go now so but, um, yeah, you were just kind of talking a little bit about, you know, what you would tell, you know, other schools and throughout the process, being that you were an early commit. Yeah, I, I, obviously, I told them that I was – obviously, I'm committed to Arizona, you know, but I, I would still come see the school just in case it's a better fit for me and, and my future. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Before we let you, before we let you go, uh, two part, two part question. First of all, when, yeah. do you, when do you get here? When do you, when do you arrive at the U of A? Uh, I'm trying to arrive in March, but uh, if I don't, uh, June, yeah. Okay, very cool. And you said you want to be a business major, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and like I said, um, every time we have a, a recruit on, uh, we always give them an opportunity to get, kind of tell Arizona fans, you know, what to expect. What's your message to Wildcat Nation out here that's super excited to see a guy like you, being that we just generally don't get recruits like you in the past? Yeah, um, mainly just get ready. It's gonna be it's gonna be a a, a fun show to watch. No. That's it. Yeah, he's he's Deuce Lane, and again, Deuce, I can't thank you enough coming on, my man. Uh, you were definitely you're one of the crown jewels of this historic recruiting class, and can't thank you enough for coming on, my man. Thank you for having me. Okay, that's Deuce Lane from Oaks Christian High School, four star linebacker. And that's what's honestly really exciting about being here on the AZ Wildcats podcast is that we've been able to have guys like him come on. And I want to break down a little bit about the optimism about what he's bringing on the other side. But first, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Here's the deal. Got a new one, great one going on right now. You throw down for new customers only, you throw down $5 on an NBA game. And if your team hits, your team wins, you get $150 in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. And you know what? A lot of people are doing it. If you're not doing it, you should be doing it. 
especially this time of the year when you got basically every single sport going on that really matters. Hop onto the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, Arizona only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. 21 and up. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. When you watch a guy like Deuce talk, and when you look at a guy like a Kean Burnett that we had on or a Noah Fafita, the one thing that you can't really hide in the, when it comes to recruits, when it comes to 17, 18, 19-year-olds, is that enthusiasm, kind of that 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 childish, and I don't mean this in a bad way, joy for what they're about to embark on. And when I asked, uh, when I asked Sterling and I said, you know, what do you, uh, what did you like about Arizona? And then he start, you know, kind of gets a little bit of the smile, gets a little bit of the smirk going. And then he says, honestly, I like their vision for me. They broke it down really simple and that they think that I'm a guy that can cause a lot of problems off the edge that I can get after the quarterback. And that's been something that I've wanted to do my entire life. And that's what Jed Fish has been able to sell. He's been able to sell a vision. And when you're coming into a program that, you know, let's be honest, it was somewhat of a dumpster fire. You're, you got a team that's lost 12 straight games. There's not a lot of hope. You've just lost 70 to seven to your in-state rival ASU and an ASU team that was two and two last season, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not like you were losing that game to Alabama and you had a coaching staff that whether it was true or not, and perception is reality, didn't really seem to care much. And there was just kind of that vacuous blank look on the sideline from Kevin Sumlin. Jed Fish comes in. And first, people are like, who's Jed Fish? And I knew who he was, but, you know, you don't really think that he's going to become the head coach of your program. And he comes in and he says, recruiting will be the lifeblood of this program. And you hear comments like that. You hear remarks like that. But, I mean, generally, any coach is going to say that. What coach is going to say, oh, by the way, I don't really care about recruiting. That isn't generally how the way things go. But he was a man of his word when it came to this. And Sterling Lane was one of the first dominoes to drop. And I wasn't blowing smoke early on there when I said that Arizona fans in the last, what, six, seven, eight years, not used to getting guys like that. So when Sterling Lane committed, that was the first, that was one of the first ones along with Noah Fafita where it's kind of like, hmm, what's going on here? And then before long, he and Burnett flips his commitment from USC. And, you know, to cap everything off, you've got a guy in a, a T-Mac, Tatora McMillan, who's arguably the best wide receiver in the nation who's going to be coming here next year, which was just kind of a, whoa, that's when you knew things were different. And there's another guy that uh, Arizona might be announcing a signing of, another four-star. I'm not going to get into any uh, any hints there, but um, I do like his name. I'll leave it at that. But um, this, is, this is an exciting time for Arizona football. And the reason that people like recruiting is because recruiting can sell hope. And at this time last year, you know, I obviously wasn't here at the time, but trying to sell hope when you're bringing in a top 60 ranked recruiting class or guys that are choosing Arizona over McNeese state or, you know, directional schools, that's difficult. That's not something that's easy to sell because what the general fan who's not going to be looking and saying, Oh, is he the 297th ranked player that they're curious about offers. They're curious about, okay, who can go where? And so when you see a guy like a Sterling lane who can go pretty much anywhere he wants, 
you look at his offers and he's the kind of guy that if he called LSU and said, by the way, I'd like to be your linebacker, LSU is probably going to find a spot for him. He's that type of dude. But then you look at other guys. You have another wide receiver who we didn't even mention who is a USC decommit. So you've got two USC decommit pass rushers right there on top of arguably the best wide receiver in the nation. You've got a running back in Jonah Coleman, who's one of the better all-purpose backs. You've just got a guy in Prysock who's going, who's a top 250 DB out of Bishop Alamany in Mission Hills, California. You've got a lot going on here, and that's a big tip of the cap to Jed Fish right there because this wasn't something that was done overnight. This was tireless recruiting. This was second second we go into our bye week, we're going to be at all these campuses. We are going to be everywhere we possibly can to be able to show these guys how much we really, how much they really mean to us, and how much we really see them taking part in our future. And that's the part that I think is incredibly exciting about where we are right now. Now. There is one thing, though, that I think we need to kind of pump the brakes on a little bit, and we'll uh, get to that in just a second. But one thing we don't need to pump the brakes on is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Great deal going on for new customers right now. You throw down $5 on an NBA game, and if the team you pick wins, you get $150 in free plays. That simple, that easy, and this is the great time of the year. NBA season is in full swing. You've got college football. Coming up, you got two games, obviously. Well, you got a bunch of bowl games. You got the NFL. Everything you really need right now, as far as some of the major sports, is there. And let's be honest, if you got $150 to play with, that's going to be really fun. And what's worst case scenario? You're going to lose $5 out of it. That's a risk you want. That's a risk that's worth taking. So check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app again, code word PHNX. All right, you bring in a a historic recruiting class for Arizona, top 25 class. A lot of people are saying, you know, well, what does this mean next year? Seven or eight wins? That's where I want to pump the brakes a little bit here. This is going to be a process here. Now, I'd love to be wrong and sit here telling you that this is going to be a seven or eight wins season next year. But this isn't like college basketball where John Calipari can go to wherever he wants bring in John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, and, oh, we got a top five team. College football is totally different. You've got a bunch of different guys that are that develop physically at a much different rate. I mean, strength is such a big part of college football, and just anybody out there, think about the difference if you've lifted weights or even if you haven't, the difference between when you were 18 to the difference between you were 23. I mean, it's immense. A lot of times you go from being a boy to being a man. And that is where it's going to take a little bit of time here. The important thing, though, for next year, for me, isn't necessarily wins and losses. It's getting as many of these guys out there, getting as many of them game reps as possible. And then taking your lumps because there's going to be lumps to take, but continue to get better, continue to push that out there. And then after that, you know, you end the season, let's say you're at three or four wins, then you go into year three. And I think you can start talking about where exactly do we see Arizona stacking up? How many wins should Arizona fans be able to accept? That's where I think we're at right now. So I would caution against if Arizona doesn't get to seven wins next year, that doesn't mean that the season wasn't a success. That means that you're probably throwing a lot of guys out there. But what's also important for Jed Fish, and he knows this better than anybody, is you've got to continue to build on these classes. This can't, and this is something that Dick Tomey, 
who had some really good seasons here, was never really able to do. He would get a really good recruiting class, but then he wasn't able to build on it. And so that's why you would have a top 10 team. Then you would go 500 for three or four seasons. Then you would have the 1998 team that finishes fifth in the country. And then you would go 500 again. Fish needs to continue to build on this. He needs to be able to, maybe not a class quite like this, although it'd be great, but to be able to get something that's somewhere in that 25 to 35 realm, because then after a couple classes, you can really start seeing the talent recycle through there. And that's where I think people need to be a little patient here. I mean, again, I see the seven or eight wins and it's like, you know, just take a, take a deep breath there. That's probably something that's about a year or two off, but it's just fun covering it right now. Um, AZ Wildcats podcast is the place that you want to be. Make sure to download, subscribe, and go phnx.com. Got everything you need. You got great Suns coverage with Gerald Bourget. You got fantastic, uh, obviously, Coyotes coverage. Craig Morgan is probably the best in the business. And then you go over the Diamondbacks. They got you covered right there um, with Derek. And then ASU, my guy Shane is holding it down right there. Check in with him on the post-game show if you want to see what's going on with a little bit of ASU basketball. But I will, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank Sterling Lane again. We've had Sterling Lane, Kean Burnett, Noah Fafita. Appreciate all of you guys. And I will be back with you tomorrow on the post-game show, hopefully talking about a big Arizona victory over Tennessee before we go into Christmas break. But again, for everybody back there, and again, Jacob Franklin, not only is he a foot taller than me, he's a foot smarter than me as well. And he makes all of this happen. I wouldn't have the first idea how to do any of this stuff without him. So, Jacob, big tip of the cap to you. But I'll be back with you right after the game tomorrow, myself and John Schuster, hopefully breaking down another big Arizona basketball victory against Tennessee on the AZ Wildcats podcast.